Welcome to another episode of the Freethinkers Podcast, the show that believes in free speech, original thought, and desire for truth. I'm Rusty Putfark, and I am excited. This has been an amazing week. On Monday, a federal judge announced the unconstitutional, unlawful mask mandate was overturned. A judge in Tampa, who is from my hometown in Lakeland, as a matter of fact, she's from my alma mater where I went to high school. It's, an, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And before I get into it, I just have to tell you how many people, when they made this announcement, were just so happy. There was a guy that I got to show you this video of going down the aisle singing, incredibly happy to get rid of the mask. Look at this. That's awesome. That is awesome. This is something that has been going on for 14 months. Two weeks to spread the curve turned into 14 months to wear your face diaper. Article said a U.S. federal judge in Florida ruled on Monday that Biden's mask mandate in public transportation, including airports and transit hubs, is unlawful. We knew that because it exceeded the statutory, statutory authority of the CDC and violated the administrative law. The CDC is not a government entity. It's a privately funded organization that has no business making laws. On Monday, U.S. District, District Judge Catherine Kimball Mazel overturned Biden's mask mandate, claiming it unconstitutional. Praise God. The court concludes that the mask mandate exceeds the CDC's statutory authority and violates the procedures required for agency rulemaking under the Administrative Procedure Act, Judge Mazel stated. The court declares unlawful and vacates the mask mandate rem uh, remanding it to the CDC for further proceedings consistent with this order. She said the court directs the clerk to terminate former Vice President Joseph Biden's as a defendant of this action to enter final judgment in favor of plaintiffs as prescribed in this order and to close this case. So we are excited about that. I'm telling you, it's been, it's been crazy one by one. We all say no. I'm telling you, we have, I mean, this has been good, but it's not over. I get they're they're considering appealing it, depending upon if the CDC, which again, the judge declared is unlawful, but the Biden administration is going to see if they think it's necessary in order to file an appeal. And I think they're going to file an appeal because these people are just they're that out of touch. But I want to I want to remind you of this because it's not just the fact that it's it's uncomfortable. It's uh, inconvenient. It's, you know, whatever. Cloth masks are very dangerous. There's a, there's a study I, I want to read again just to remind you because you need and do this research yourself. Go to freethinkerspodcast.com, look at the show notes, and, um, and, and look at this study. This is a study. I'm not, I'm not doing any studies that occurred after COVID was announced. This is a study in 2015. They've been studying masks for a long time. This was a cloth mask. They said dangerous to your health. The trial saw 1,607 hospital healthcare workers across 14 hospitals. 
Workers use the mask on every shift for four consecutive weeks. Now, we've been going on this for 14 months. This is just four consecutive weeks. The study found respiratory infection was much higher among healthcare workers wearing cloth masks. The penetration of cloth masks by particles was almost 97%. It also says the authors speculate that cloth masks' moisture retention, their reuse, which is against any guidance and guidelines, and poor filtration may explain the increased risk of infection. Again, you have an increased risk of infection wearing masks. And it also says effective controls of outbreaks and pandemics at the origin impacts us directly, so it is important for global disease control that the use of cloth masks be discouraged in high-risk situations. It's should be discouraged. They also said these guidelines need to be updated to reflect the higher infection risk posed by cloth masks as found in our study. This is a clinical study, peer-reviewed study, and it says the guidelines need to be updated to reflect the higher infection risk posed by cloth masks. Again, I'm not going to be a broken record on this, but when I say something, I want you to do your own research so when people try to bring this stuff back in or when they go to the appeals or you hear all these liberal propaganda machines saying what they're saying, you can go back to them with studies, with scientific evidence. They say, follow the science. Their science is paid pseudoscience. Their science is fact checkers. Their science is fact checkers that are paid for, bought and paid for by other organizations to try to make the, the narrative go their way. But this is actual science. This is what I was banned for or we were banned for on YouTube is, is, is talking about the masks and, and going over the history of where they use those as oppression mechanisms and control devices. This is what it's for. But I'm telling you, they're, they're much deadlier than not wearing a mask. So people are freaking out, not people. The 2% that voted for former Vice President Biden are going crazy because they're going to say all these people are going to get COVID on the airplanes or whatever. It's not true. The Air filtration systems on these airplanes recirculate the entire cabin at least once every minute when in the air. When they're on the ground, they have an immense array of, of HEPA filters. So they're probably, they're way, way, way less virently viruses floating in the air than would be at any building on the ground. So I've talked to several pilots, commercial pilots, and they say that the air up there as far as when they're flying is recirculated through that cabin once a minute. And when they're on the ground, it's with a lot of these HEPA filters. So again, the HEPA filter is going to be way more effective than a cloth mask. But again, what we always say, the protocol is the same. Stay with your vitamin C, your D3, your zinc, and just build your, your, yourself up. We've, we've seen study after study, scientific study after scientific study saying that your vitamin D level determines the severity of infection, whether it's COVID, whether it's the flu, whether it's certain sicknesses or the common, I mean, common cold, anything like that. Your vitamin D level is very important. So again, make sure you have that. Also, while I was preparing for this podcast, fresh off the press, breaking Florida Senate passes the bill to end Disney's self-governance. This is something that my governor, the most powerful leader in this country, and the best example of what a true fighter is as far as for our freedom and for our values, for our liberty, he's, he's, he's not playing around. He's playing for blood. 
and I don't blame him and I support him 100%. Says Florida Republican-led Senate passed a bill on Wednesday that eliminates a special taxing district that allows Walt Disney Company to govern the land where the theme park is located. Now, we're going to get into a little bit as far as on Disney, the sex grooming, that they're, child sex grooming they're getting into. But because they push the, urge, push the agenda, push their narrative and their propaganda as far as going against this, quote, don't say gay bill, which the bill gave parents the rights to talk to kids about sexual things from kindergarten to third grade. It eliminated teachers being able to groom children in the school and talk to them about sexual preference and a lot of other completely awful things. They labeled it as the don't say gay bill because people like that are so ignorant that they won't read the bill. They won't educate themselves in the bill. They'll just go by their feelings of what they think someone else interpreted it to say. So everyone said, you know, the don't say gay bill. It had, it, it had the word gay is not even in this bill. We'll put a link at freethinkerspodcast.com in the show notes where you can go read the bill for yourself. I highly encourage you to do that. But anyway, um, they pushed on this. And so DeSantis is pushing back. There's a lot of benefits that Disney gets, but if they're going to groom children, if they're going to lie about what this bill says, if they're going to do certain things like that, they need to lose these privileges. So it says the measure potentially delivers a blow to the company's operations in the state. The special district created in 1967, known as the Reedy Creek Improvement District, exempts Disney from a host of regulations and certain taxes and fees related to emergency services and road maintenance. Basically, it lets Disney be their own government. They don't have to go to Orange County, which is the county that they're located in, and get approval for any roads, any ecological, environmental impacts, um, any of that. So they're exempt from taxes. They're exempt from anything that has to go through the county to get approval. It said the report noted that the special taxing district reportedly saves Disney tens of millions of dollars a year. Not anymore. The bill now heads to Florida Republican House-led, heads to Florida's Republican-led House where it is expected to pass. Governor Ron DeSantis has already signaled he will sign the bill into law. So what he said is he indicated he's going after this. And we have a clip that he was talking yesterday indicating that he was going to talk through through the, the House and the Senate, the State House and the Senate about this bill. Let's hear it from him. I'd also like to make another announcement before we get into the subject of today's program. I think as many of you know, the Florida legislature is meeting this week uh, to consider the congressional reapportionment plan for Florida for the next 10 years. Uh, and that is what they've been called upon to do. But I am announcing today that we are expanding the call of what they are going to be considering this week. And so, yes, they will be considering the congressional map, but they also will be considering termination of all special districts that were enacted in Florida prior to 1968. And that includes the Reedy Creek Improvement District. He's not playing around. He's not playing around. He said, what I would say is a matter of first principle is I don't support special privileges and law just because a company is powerful and they've been able to wield a lot of power. I think what has happened is there's a lot of these special privileges that are not justifiable, but because Disney has held so much sway, they were able to sustain a lot of special treatment over the years. That's true, and I'm glad he's going after it. Because companies like this that are 
investing millions of dollars, potentially billions of dollars into making sure, and there was a, I'm sure everyone saw it. There was a video released a couple of weeks ago that was a conference call among Disney executives. And they talked about this push, the agenda that they're pushing, which is to put 50% of all Disney characters coming up as gay, transgender, uh, the new Buzz Lightyear film that's coming out. They have like a, a, a male on male kiss within that movie. There's other just disgusting things that they're planning. And so I think it's awesome that he's taking a stance to protect the children, to protect families, and to take away any of these special privileges that Disney's received because they're not looking out for the best interest of families and of children. They're looking out for the best interest of pedophiles and groomers and sexual perverts and people that do not need to be near children. So if this is affecting Disney. It's hurting them bad. And that's what they say. Once you go woke, you go broke. So there was, a, there was an interesting uh, article that came out. It says, mom's goodbye message to Disney goes viral. Disney has trans transformed into a political propaganda machine that grooms children for abortions and sexual promiscuity. Kristen Hawkins, mother, podcaster, and president of Students for Life of America, says that she and her family are saying goodbye to Disney World and all it entails. Disney clearly is no longer interested in being a guardian of the innocence of childhood. Hawkins insisted, pointing to leaked comments from Disney leadership about incorporating more queer leads into the company's productions and products. Instead, by their own admission, Disney leadership is actively uh, pushing children out of Neverland and directly into adult sexualized world where they can be groomed for others' enjoyment. Disney recently spoke out in opposition to Florida's parental rights and education bill, which would prohibit the discussion of sexual orientation and gender identity in grades kindergarten to third. But what more can Disney really do? Sexualized content seems to be the new pixie dust at Disney, sprinkled liberally. For parents who proactively monitor what their child is viewing, it's likely time to say goodbye to today's Disney. If you want to protect your children from the grooming tactics of the left, we're not dealing with Mickey Mouse anymore. And there's a video that I saw. This is an ex-Disney animator that made this video, and it is spot on. This is great. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to It's a Woke World. Destruction be our lot. We ourselves must be the authors and finishers. It's a world of power, a world of fears, and we were bondage to make souvenirs. All the millions of dollars and the weakers aside, it's a world world after all. That was awesome. That guy put a lot of effort and work into that, and it's so true. He calls out every single thing that Disney's been in in favor of. As a matter of fact, one of these articles that I'll read, they, um, you know, they talk about Disney, where's it at? 
um, yeah, as, as Disney's corporate executives rail against Florida Republicans, the company has simultaneously expanded operations in op- openly homophobic countries where being gay is punishable by death. By constantly grandstanding for the woke crusade in the United States, the company also routinely caves to Chinese censorship. It's, um, it's getting, w- w- when you look at the, the entirety of what they're doing, they're obvi- I mean, they're, they're making billions and billions of dollars. Tens of billions of dollars. So to get people to cancel their subscriptions or that kind of thing, it's going to be hard to do that. I think we're going to see in another poll that we're going to cover in a minute that people are, are really reconsidering their investment in Disney and they're looking to alternatives as far as for their kids. But when you're, when you're trying to actively, when your goal is to actively confuse kids as far as for what their gender is to, to confuse them about, you know, just trying to, just make it whatever they want. You see in study after study after study that gay youth have the highest suicide rate around. I mean, it's not even close. And I think that that's because that you're in, you're in search of that missional purpose of your life. You're in search for, for some meaning in your life. And when you're brought up and taught that life is all about pleasure, I think it goes back to the differences that Sigmund Freud had, it talked about that, that, that man's search is for pleasure. And I think you look at Viktor Frankl and his, his book was man's search for meaning. He said that man's ultimate search is for meaning. And when he doesn't find meaning in his life, then he switches to pleasure and pursues that path. But ultimately we're designed to have deep meaning in our life. And when we, when we grow up and we're taught that, we're victims, we're oppressed, everything's against us instead of flying into the wind. When I, when I grew up, I mean, we looked at people that like Jackie Robinson and, and Terry Fox, the guy that ran the marathon with, you know, with a prosthetic leg, the first guy to do that. We looked at the people that had to overcome obstacles as being people you looked up to. Not that you would parade around as victims and, and woe is me. It, it, you wanted to aspire to that level of engagement that they had to become the success that they've, they became. And there was a, a clip I saw of a pastor and he hit the nail on the head. I mean, as far as this satanic, demonic, transgender movement. And I want to, I want to play this clip because it's, it, it spoke to me so much. And I think what we need to have is we need to have more men like this stand up. We need to have fathers that stand up. We need to have families that stand up. We need to have pastors that stand up and say, no, we know what's right. We know what's wrong. We need to stand up for this. There's something else I'm not supposed to say. Ain't but two genders. Two genders. Ain't nothing but men and women. And I can already see WRL out there. They got their licking their pencils right now, trying to write fierce as they can. Get every word of this here. Get every word of this. You can go to the doctor and get cut up. 
You can go down to the dress shop and get made up. You can go down there and get drugged up. But at the end of the day, you were just a drugged up, dressed up, made up, cut up, man or woman. You ain't changed what God put in you, that DNA. You can't transcend God's creation. I don't care how hard you try. The transgender movement in this country, if there's a movement in this country that is demonic and that is full of the spirit of antichrist, it is the transgender movement. It's time for grown-ups and time for Christians to start standing up and being unafraid to tell the truth. Come after me if you want to. I don't care. You want my head? Here it is right here. Come on, come get it. I don't care because it's time for us to stand up. Now, I'm not afraid to stand up and tell the truth about that issue. They're dragging our kids down into the pit of hell, trying to teach them that mess in our schools. Tell you like this, that ain't got no place at no school. Two plus two don't equal transgender. It equals four. You need to get back to teaching them how to read instead of teaching them how to go to hell. It's time to stand up. He's exactly right. It's time to stand up. I've said it on this program many times. One by one, we all say no. There's so many things we have to say no to, but you have to do it. It's time to stand up. It's time for men to stand up. It's time for pastors to stand up. It's time for leaders to lead. I was talking to a buddy last night, and we were talking about the upcoming election. And I told him, legitimately, the only person that I want to win is Governor DeSantis. The rest of the races, I want the liberals to lose. But it's sad that I feel that way. And that's what I told him. I said, it's sad I feel this way because to me, I think it's more powerful when you want someone to win because you have a vested interest in that. And there's the Republicans that are in the House and that are in the Senate are not worthy of me wanting them to win because they're not doing anything. They're literally not doing anything. They go up there, they have special interests, they get rich. How do you have a salary of $174,000 and your average wealth increases by $2 million in three years? It's all self, it's all self-interest. It's all placating to try to get elected the next time. It's all about appeasing your, your constituents, not your constituents, the corporations. It's not listening to your constituents. If it was listening to your constituents, if Republicans had any spine, they'd be marching to get those people from January 6th out of prison because they're illegally put in there. They're, they're, they're not charged. They're being held without bail. Put them in a court of law. Give them a fair and speedy trial. That's part of our Constitution, a fair and speedy trial. It's been over a year. The thing, the, the thing with that is, 
is January 6th worked out just how Pelosi and that whole crew, and I know the Republicans in on it, wanted it to be. Because they wanted to make a statement to scare the other the Republicans in power that were pushing back against decertifying the election. And to me, why not? Why can't you do that? Why can't you get to a point to where you can say, let's, let's validate this? I saw a thing online the other day. It says, if you can stop a football game and take 10 minutes for two little guys to come out there with chains to verify if this guy got a first down or not, do you think it's, it's, it wouldn't be important to verify and validate when you have in Pennsylvania, when you send out 1.8 million ballots and you get 2.3 million back, you don't think that that's worth any validation. You're out of your mind. That's why I don't care if any Republican, they talk about this could be the most historic landslide victory that the Republicans have ever had in the House and Senate. But you know what? I don't care. Because when Trump got in and they had the majority, a vast majority, you know what they did? They believed the lie. They believed the lie of the Russian collusion and all that other narrative. You know what they did? They did not support the actions that Trump was going to put in there to help change and build things up in this country. They sat back and protected their own rear end is what they did. It's despicable. It's disgusting. And it's not going to stop. Until we have true leadership, like DeSantis won by 40,000 votes in the state of Florida. You don't think that someone that wins by a slim margin like that would sit back and kind of say, let me do stuff so I can make sure I get the second, you know, the the second election, get reelected in in the state of Florida. No, he pushes the, I mean, he goes full, full at it because he has conviction. He, he, he's fighting for freedom. He understands the people of the state of Florida. He sees what they're doing to take our freedoms. He sees what they're doing to take our liberty. He sees the oppression that they're putting people in by, by making them wear masks and, and be forced to get an injection that killed more people than it remotely ever could save. But then you have these Republicans up there that get up there to the Senate, get up there to the Congress, make their little speeches because they want to be seen by the people back home but there's nothing to it. There's absolutely nothing to it. And the ones that are, are women like Marjorie Taylor Greene, like Lauren Bobart. And then you have Rand Paul, who I'd greatly respect. But other than that, it's self-serving people. I hate to say it. It's self-serving people. They can't even, they're voting for a, a, a bill yesterday to sanction Russia, unilaterally, unilaterally sanction Russia stupidest people that I could ever imagine that go up there. They don't even read the bills. They just pass them because it's backdoor handshakes. Hey, if you go with this, then you can go with mine. They don't even read the bills because they've got, you've got so many tens of billions of dollars spent on lobbyists, whether it's big, this big, 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 this big, that big pharma, all this other stuff. I'm telling you, I've said it before. And I'll solidify it again. The United States government is not a legitimate government. It's a crime cartel posing as a country. I will say that I'll stick to that because there's, there's, not, there's not a set of laws that applies equally among the people. That's how you can tell if a country's legitimate or not. It's not. There's not. 
You have Hillary Clinton still running around. You have James Clapper. You've got Brennan. You've got all these people, Lisa Page, Peter Strzok. You've got all these people that colluded, actively colluded. You've got Hunter Biden with a laptop. The FBI sat on it. The FBI, all they do is sit there, protect the criminal cabal. That's what, that's what they do. There's a brown shirt Gestapo that protects the SS. They're, they're no different. I didn't mean to get on a tangent on that, but I'm, I'm so sick. I'm so sick of people thinking that Republicans are the answer because they've done, they've got us into this mess. Anyway, there's a poll that came out. Voters overwhelmingly reject, this is about the poll, voters oppose schools teaching young children about sexuality. This is what this parental rights bill was that Governor DeSantis put out that the, the libs, the mockingbird media, the CIA, um, all came out with their whole thing to say, let's say, make it the don't say gay bill and get people really, you know, amped up on, on the uh, false narrative. So that's typically what they do, but this is what they did with this. But they talk about the poll that most people, including Democrats are opposed to this voters overwhelmingly reject sexual indoctrination of young school children and believe transgender people, chant transgender people should play on sports teams that align with their birth sex. A new poll found 67% of likely voters believe information about sexuality for children in kindergarten through third grade should be left to parents. I'm blown away by that number. 67% because there's a, there's 33% to think that that's okay. 1990 registered voters, 33% believe sexuality should be taught in schools to young children. Those people are sick. Broken down by political affiliation, a majority of Republicans, 82%, independent, 68%, and Democrats, 50%, agree that conversations about sex are best left to parents. Only 50% of Democrats believe conversations about sex are best left to parents. Um, every other demographic broken down by age and race preferred to teach their own children about sex, except 52% of people ages 18 to 34 who say they're okay with schools taking the reins. <laughs> Why not? Why not? You can play on your phone a little bit more. Uh, leave it all up to somebody else. Don't take any responsibility to this. Americans are turned off by Disney groomer crusade. Here's another poll here. The Trafalgar group found in its national issues survey on Disney, which was sponsored by the convention of States actions that more than 68% of Americans are less likely to do business with your entertainment conglomerate after video footage leaked of Disney executives bragging about targeting the minds of its young consumers with sexual comment content. That's the video I was talking about the zoom call that got leaked more than 69% say they were likely to support family friendly alternatives. Now, I'm telling you, Disney's going to take a big hit on this because, again, on this poll, it says, <laughs> this is crazy, because Disney, you know, stood for this, 9.4% said they're more likely to do business, business with Disney because they are grooming pedophiles, and uh, six, but 68.2% said less likely, and then you get around 70% said they are more likely to go to alternatives, and there's... There's companies like uh, Daily Wire who just announced they're going to spend $100 million in the next couple of years to try to make kids programming. As a matter of fact, I just signed up again for a subscription to that. I also signed up for a subscription to Jeremy's Razors. If you haven't seen that, they're going right after Harry's. Harry's pulled their sponsorship and advertising from the Daily Wire because 
I want to say Michael Knowles said something about men are men and women are, are women. And, and Harry's got all in a, in a tizzy about that. What stinks is I use Harry's stuff. I mean, I've used their razors for a long time. I use their face wash. I use their soap. I love their stuff. They make really good stuff. But companies like this that have to interject themselves into politics, it's ridiculous. So when there is an alternative, that's what we need to go for. We need to go to, to a lot of these alternatives that we have. But what Disney's doing is they're grooming these kids to make decisions that really they're not in the capacity to make. And there's a video that was released talking about the regret that a lot of these people that started this transition had. They're never going to get it back. And I want to show you just a little clip of this because it's, it's pretty sad, to be honest with you. And it, and it just shows what people are going through with this. It makes sense to let the child transition because that's what the child needs in order to be happy and in order to be okay. It's not that they're going to grow up and be adults and regret everything. I regret transitioning. I hate being transgender. I genuinely regret transitioning. I regret the surgery. I do regret transitioning. <sighs> This is what, this is where your dollars that go to a company like Disney that go to a lot of these other companies, that's what they're pushing. They're pushing these kids to make these decisions. And that's only a handful that you see. Tucker Carlson ran a, an interview with, I don't know what it was, girl, guy, whatever, that was going through that tried to reverse it, never going to have kids now, um, regrets the decision hor horrifically. And it was banned by YouTube because it was hate speech. Now, this is a person not saying, it's only talking about their experience. And it was banned for, from YouTube because of hate speech. It's a sick and twisted world. It's something that I can't even imagine. I mean, we're 40 minutes away from from uh from Disney here where we're at in Central Florida and I never go east of Lakeland on I4 if I can if I can help it I, I and it, and it has nothing to do with that it's just Orlando's not my my cup of tea but um there's a lot of people that work for Disney that are really struggling and suffering in this too so I don't want to paint the entirety of Disney is this. I just think that there's some leadership and or executives in leadership position that are really pushing a narrative that is going to affect a lot of people in negative ways for a long time. And there was a, there was an article that came out, um, you know, Disney members, cast members in their shame. It says another Disney employee, an openly gay cast member named Gary Lucia shared the same sentiments in a leak lengthy essay he posted online in which he condemned Disney's new political stance, particularly regarding the parental rights and education legislation. He said they, the purposely misleading nickname don't say gay was a Trojan horse. It drew people in and got them all fired up again, emotional. They make decisions based on emotion because they thought the bill was attacking gay people. We've always included everybody at Disney. The cast member said, 
They don't need to come up with this stupid idea. We've always, we're always inclusive. Straight people have been working together with gay people at Disney for years and years, and nobody I've seen has a problem with anybody. We all do our job, and we don't care what people do in their private lives. It's none of our business. We're there to do our job. It's a theme park. It's an entertainment company. There's no problem with straight and gay people at Disney, and there never has been. What they're doing with this inclusion clause and the fight over the don't say gay bill is they're creating a problem that never existed before, he said. They're wanting to solve a problem that they are creating. Ask the average gay employee at Disney, and they will tell you they agree with DeSantis. I thought that was pretty powerful. Here's an openly gay guy saying that even the gay employees agree with DeSantis. But you've got, you've got a few people at the top that do it. You know, and I, I'm, I'm not a person for boycotts and all this other stuff. But I do believe you should vote with your wallet. I think that's the most important way you can vote. And I mean, I, I don't go to, I don't like going to the theme park and doing all the other stuff. When I was younger, I did, but I, I enjoyed Epcot way more than I enjoyed Disney. But I think that there's a point to where a lot of people make that choice because it's entertainment for their kids. And so they continue on that. And I, and so when you have tens of millions of people say, well, I don't agree with them, but it's this. You're just, you're, you, you keep feeding the beast. And again, I'm not saying to do that. I make the decisions on my own. I just say for your consideration, maybe consider, you know, not supporting them in, in certain ways. There's almost 70% of people looking for alternatives. There's alternatives out there. But we're, we have an overwhelming majority of people that can't stand this. And down, down here in Florida... There's a lake right behind us, and there's a thing called alligators. And the one alligator you don't mess with is the mama gator when there's a nest. Now, you can get around little alligators. They'll kind of, you, you can get around them or whatever. But when, when there's eggs or little hatchlings in a nest, mama gator is going to protect them. And I think what they're doing at this point is they're pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing so far that you've seen the uprising in school board meetings and different levels like that from moms, primarily. And I think that they're making a big, big error in deciding to go after the kids as aggressively as they're going after them, because you're going to provoke the mama gator and the mama gator bites. You just, it, it, that's just, that's something you don't, you don't mess with. And so I, there's California's down in public school, 200 plus thousand kids, I think in LA County. And people are, people are getting tired of it. They're tired of this stuff because there's the whole CRT agenda where you're trying to take that out they're renaming it something else and sliding it in under the rug. They're going to continue this because it's the passion. It's, in, it's ingrained. It's indoctrinated into these sick, perverted people. And they want to push this agenda in it, whether it's, whether it's CRT, this racism, whether it's grooming, pedophilia, any of that stuff, they have a vested interest in doing that. Now it may not be named that and they may name it something else, but they're actively 
going after that to try to influence kids like that. So this is a hill that I think we need to pick to die on. This is a hill that we need to fight for. And it's something that I'm so proud to be a Floridian. I'm so proud to come from Polk County where they're busting all these online sex trafficking people, which a lot of them were work for Disney. I had that article, but I want to bring that up today. But Polk County is where that judge that overturned the mass mandate came from. And we have Sheriff Grady Judd and our governor is Governor Ron DeSantis, who is going to sign that bill to eliminate all the privileges that Disney has. They clearly aren't in, in, in the best interest of Florida, the family, and good luck. Go back to California if you don't like it. So it's a, it's a good thing. And I'm glad that the governor has the, the power and the nerve to go after Disney the way he did. And again, um, the Florida, you know, the House, the, the, the legislator, legislature put, uh, put that bill in front of his desk and he's going to sign it. So like I said, that just came across today. It's going to be a good thing. And I am excited about that. I'm also excited about this blasted unconstitutional mask mandate that got overturned. Praise God for that. But we, got, we have to stand steadfast because your voice matters. My voice matters no matter who we think we are, no matter how big we think we are or little we think we are, every single person's voice matters. When you go into a business, you can support a business that makes you mask or you can choose to go do business somewhere else that, that doesn't make you mask. Because it's coming back. They're talking about this stuff with variants. I guarantee you all this stuff's coming back. But we have to say no. We have to we, we can't comply. I've got new hats coming um, in, a, in, in about two weeks, and uh, you're going to like them. Got a couple, couple designs on that, talking about compliance. And so uh, I'm, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about the power that we have, because right now, this week, there's a lot of good news in it, but it can change like that. And again, there's this whole dog and pony, you know, made for TV war going on over in Ukraine. Um, which is basically just a huge money laundering scheme that's made to look like a war and a bunch of other nonsense going around the world. So anyway, stay, uh, stay on the ready and stay informed, educate yourself. Again, I hope you follow us on Gab. Um, don't follow me on Twitter because I put something that I supported the Babylon Bee that a man's a man's a woman, a woman, and they deem that hate speech and I'm not taking that off. So to heck with them. And, uh, of course, we're banned off of YouTube, but we are on, you know, Gab TV. That's our home. So follow me at Puttfart, P-U-T-T-F-A-R-K, on Gab. And uh, you can find our videos on Gab TV and freethinkerspodcast.com. Sign up for text and email updates, and we'll send you out notifications when we have new content ready. So anyway, I hope you guys had a wonderful Easter and a wonderful week. And I'll talk to you soon. Love you all.